Welcome to episode three of Sheev's Throne Room Podcast. I am joined by now our longest running guest, Adrian, as well as two new guests. I got Diego and I got Bear. Hello. Or William Jones, however he wants to be called. Let's call him Bear for now because that's what we call him. Uh, Don't fucking ever call me the other thing. All right. Uh, Bear, if you want to just like introduce like what your like experience with Star Wars is, just kind of give people the range that you're at yeah so uh i'm old and the first thing that i saw in star wars was uh when they re-released them in the theaters in the 90s um i went to see a new hope and then empire strikes back and the return of the jedi and then from there um watched the rest of the prequels and in the uh in the theaters as well as, as high school went on and uh of course, the the end of the Skywalker saga. Um, I don't know. I like Star Wars. It's 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 been one of the fondest memories that I've had growing up. Um, whether that be, you know, some of the first movies that I, that I remember being taken to as a child, or uh, video games like Rogue Squadron, or um, I mean, Rogue Squadron is probably the best Rogue one Squadron, yeah, <laughs> in that of that era. So. Yeah, that's kind of it's kind of my thing. I really enjoy the Star Wars universe. I like my uh, space wizards with laser swords. So, you know, I had like a similar sort of introduction to it because I know we had the VHS tapes uh, in like the '90s, and I watched those at home. But I don't have like a memory of Star Wars until going into the theaters to watch Revenge of the Sith. I did watch the other ones in theaters, but like my memory isn't like so well formed back then. So. Like it's that crystal clear picture of the two starfighters, they're just flying, and then the camera pans the over, and it's just a huge ass battle. So that's that's like the excitement I feel like that I that generates within me when I when I think about Star Wars. But I would say like the bulk of my consumption for it has been the movies, uh, and some of the games. I haven't really gotten too much into the the extended universe. I have started Clone Wars. I'm on season five now. Just started so- that one. So that's where I am at my journey. I'm hitting Rebels next. Hell yeah. Because yeah. you're like Andres. On, for those that don't know, Andres on the last episode was is Diego's brother. You kind of, yes. the past uh, year, you guys kind of gotten the Star Wars bug and gone crazy with Battlefront and stuff like that. And oh, all yeah. that. Battlefront to me, is, I feel like um, at the beginning, I wasn't into it because I, I got in Battlefront 2015, I think is when that one came out. And. I sort of echoed some of the criticism that came around to where like it launched a bit shallow, but the gameplay I stand by it is some of the most like engaging thing. Cause dice is really good at building worlds and, um, you know, putting the player immersing them into that world. So the content was a little shallow, but the gameplay loop to me was, was very like, I got, I got hooked on that one and then battlefront two dropped and that one had a campaign. And I like games like that with campaigns just because it's sort of, like, yeah, you get used to the engine or whatever, but they're giving you a story which is actually canon, and I'm excited how they're going to tie that into the new shows. Uh, and Battlefront 3 getting announced or rumored, rumored is yeah. what I'm most excited about for like the news now that, although it's still an EA title, they're sort of losing that exclusivity, and I'm hoping that competition is going to make them just feel that fire under their ass, like push out the best yeah. Battlefront 3 title that it can be. 
And if it's anything like what I'm hearing for Battlefield 6, where it's like 64 versus 64, yeah. or it, dude, what I'm hoping for the most. That's a return to form for the Battlefield games, too. Ground to space battles, because I know they yep. could do that on the PSP. I had the I had like three battlefronts on the PSP, and it did that shit seamless. It was so good. I want that to be brought back yeah, for were... this gen, with this engine, dice at the helm. Let's do it. Yeah, those were remakes of the uh, the original Battle, uh, Battlefront titles, uh, right? I think they're kind of like ports that they added yeah. their own stuff onto. There's a there's a good chunk of them were on PSP. There was like the Battlefront Two, which was just a straight rip of Battlefront Two for PS PlayStation Two and Xbox and stuff like that. But then they did like these weird spin off ones that were like ground to split space, like what Diego was saying and stuff like that. There was mm-hmm. kind of the idea of what the original Battlefront 3 was going to be before, I think, what was that studio called? Pandemic or something like that? The one with mm-hmm. the gas mask, yellow gas mask, uh, before they got shut down. Remedy, I think it was. No, right. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, but that was a lot of the prototype was went into the PSP games. Um, but hopefully they actually do that in the new one. Speaking of which, that kind of brings us around to today's topic. Uh, turns out we're prophets. And we, the last last podcast, so like, we're two for two now, because the first episode was talking about like, man, they're going to announce a Boba Fett show. And then like, literally like the next day after we recorded it, Boba Fett got announced. Insider information or something. We're on a roll, roll, man. Uh, And then the last episode was like, I was talking to me like, man, when uh, we feel like EA is going to lose the exclusive rights and literally like the next week. The, uh, Ubisoft gets announced as a Star Wars developer, and we're like, "Yo!" Yeah, that's, that's wild too, because EA wasn't supposed to lose exclusivity until 2023. Well, they still they still have it till 2023. Basically, these oh, games won't come out until 2023. Okay. But they're just announcing them now because they take years to develop, right? Yeah, yeah. They're Especially literally something as big as what the Ubisoft game is supposed to be. It literally they put a job posting out two days after the Ubisoft announcement for a. Um, a head writer for the game. So that that's about where they're at. They're at the announcement slash uh, talent acquisition. But we don't know anything what this game could be. They about. don't even know what this game is. Yeah, they the just most, know it's an open mo- world game. That's all they know. Yeah, yeah. It's an open world game and it's 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 done by some of the people that are already on the team are um are people behind like the, the division two. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Ubisoft can oh, do shit. Like, open world stuff. They, in the main, I, sort of like you know what that makes me think of actually? Uh, fuck! What was that? What was that called like the Commando Squad Republic game? Commando. There's a, been a rumor Hello, for that yes. one to come back. Yep. Um, oh, if dude, they what if that in the style of Division? I think that'd be pretty cool. I, I was like, what if that's the open world game? But I, I, I feel have like a they're feeling already working on it's it. it's going to be a uh, smuggler type game set in the High Republic. That's my that's my prediction. Yes. It's going to be your smuggler, not going to be a Jedi. But you're, that's like how they're going to do like the weapons and stuff like that because if it's like the divi- if it's the team that's doing the division, then they're not going to want to play with their gun gameplay more than they are going to yeah. want to play with their mm-hmm. yeah, which which is something that I definitely want. That's definitely something that I want to see. Um, as much as I like, I know it's some, as as much an unpopular opinion is around here that uh, I'm not really a big fan of the the um, the gameplay in Shadows of the Empire. Um, I liked the story in the game a whole lot and the, the you know, the idea that you're, you're like a, another character outside of like the Jedi in, in the world is, uh, 
or in the universe in, in general is exciting to me. So, yeah, I, I'm excited for more creative people to get their hands on it. That's what I'm excited about. I thought I think EA did fine, but they really only produced what is it? Three games? Four games? Only three titles. I can two only ba- think of Fallen Order and two Battlefronts and Squadrons. And squadrons, you're right. I forget about that one. I and wish then, it was a little more fleshed out, but I wish there was more content so for that. But it is fun. Yeah, the the the, the mechanics in the game is fun. As a sort of proof, you know, Didn't I think make... that's a good stepping stone. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They, did it come out they, to be like forty dollars? It was only forty dollars. Yeah. They announced it with, like literally at E whatever E three was this past year. The, during that season of game announcements, they were like, "Yeah, we got a new Star Wars game. It's coming out in." Uh, October. And they're like, oh, Why cool. Why is it so cheap? Why do you think Because it Because it has hardly yeah, any no game modes. Uh, that's what I figured. It has a campaign that's roughly, I would say, like seven to eight hours. And wow. two game modes. Yep. Essentially. With a handful of maps. With a handful so, of maps, yeah. That were basically remaps of the ones that are used in the campaign. Which is fine. Yeah. Uh, it's... I'll be honest with you. I think all the games that EA put out. Uh, but I was agreeing with Bear, where he said like all the different EA titles we've had during that exclusivity deal sort of feel like different parts of one whole, mm-hmm. and that would have been a premium gaming experience and Star Wars experience. Uh, to me, it feels like that all of the uh, all of the games that EA released, all four of them, kind of feel, feel like parts of a whole. Like if they had found a way to bring them all to sew them all together, it would have been. A much uh, a, a better experience for me, at least. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I thought it scratches I, every itch. Pod racing for me. I, I want to see that come come back from the from yeah, Nintendo sixty four. I'm telling you, oh, yeah. I'm telling Just you, in get five uh, <laughs> Criterion or whatever the uh, Need for Speed guys on a pod racing game. I'm all about it. Oh, that would be oh. sick. All about it. Origin. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say, or the, the the guys who made Forza, but it's yeah, that's probably not not a good idea because Microsoft. They would get they get two, maybe the Forza Horizon team. Yeah, that's what I mean. Pod racing, that would be crazy. That would actually be. That might be something I'm into, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> like building out a whole pod racing world in a game. That'd be crazy, and if you yeah. could like customize it as much as you could, some stuff in Need for Speed, that'd be amazing. I would absolutely get that game. I'll get it. I'm gonna get it regardless. I will get any Star Wars game that comes out. So they don't have to sell me anything, but that does sound cool. Oh, speaking sure of a bunch of Flash games that you could do that are weird and unlicensed, oh, mobile games as well. But you were bringing up uh, a like games that are coming soon. Is there any update on a date for Skywalker Saga for Lego? I believe it's uh, beginning of March. I could I could check that while we're. So soon. Yeah, I mean, I'm. That's legitimately like one of the when they got announced that um, I think Fallen Order and Skywalker Saga got announced at the same E3. I was <laughs> legitimately more excited about the Legos game, and I love yeah, Fallen yeah. Order. But like, I was like, eh, EA hasn't really blew me away with their uh, Star Wars games lately. But man, Lego Star Wars games slap. I mean. Lego games in general are generally like even the ones that are like lower tier Lego games generally are actually still pretty pretty fucking good, and the think, Star Wars ones are like top tier. Yeah, I was gonna say I feel like we touched about this a bit. Like there hasn't been one bad Lego game. That's not true. 
think all <laughs> been generally they pretty damn all good. Been as high. Yeah. Lego the, Maybe the not Lego as movie good as two. All the, other ones. the Lego movie two was really bad. Oh, <laughs> really bad. That one. <laughs> it was so bad. But in general, I mean, they've all been like. Well, the Marvel games. ones are a blast because you like get a city to fly around in and feel you actually as dumb as it sounds like you actually feel like you're a superhero in them, Be- even though it's like little Legos, Lego plastic figures on the screen. It legitimately felt cool, and the the um the Force Awakens Lego game was awesome, legitimately awesome. And, I always uh, meant to skip over that one because I would assume that they would do one for the latest trilogy altogether. Uh huh. But I got shafted. And I I don't know if I should get it now or if that's going to be straight ported into the Skywalker saga. I don't know. Uh, they didn't say what there's. They said every single uh, map is new, even Force Awakens. Oh, okay. Um, so, so it's still a separate game. Yeah. Um, they announced how many characters are in the game, though. Uh, the 800 minifigures oh. to collect. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> like, they would balls to the wall on this thing like they they said they uh they started out with 300 and that would still have been the most characters that ever been in a lego game but they're like now nah, this is star wars we've got to go all out at uh, 300 was like already more than any lego title now there's 800 and that's not including the dlc that they're adding they are already... oh, it's... Fuck. are they gonna have the, are they gonna have the teddy milk monster <laughs> maybe honestly <laughs> maybe from, uh, <laughs> the Wampa is one of them. The Wampa is one of the characters. So I mean, like, literally, Yaddle is a character. It wouldn't surprise me. Oh my god! <laughs> like we're gonna, yeah. Yeah, I'm holding out for Savage Opress. He's Almost probably in there. Dope. He's probably in they. Uh, Man- Mando is gonna be one of the um, DLC characters. Their Mando pack. Mm, makes sense. With the Razor Crest and everything like that. Um, Exciting. Rogue One is going to be in there too. So Solo, I believe they're doing some Clone Wars stuff. That was another Star Wars game that actually was really good. Was the uh, Clone Wars game? Lego Clone Wars? Or yeah, the Lego Lego Star Wars Three Clone Wars. It was actually really good. Yeah. That had, one was really good. It, like they did the uh, the ground battles, really fun. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminded me of like a Galactic Conquest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it, it kind of became like an RTS. Uh, hybrid with the game like it, it introduced mechanics that i haven't seen before or since in a lego game and it just like points to the scale of what they can do nowadays like all those moving pieces that are technically like uh either allies or bots you know they're bots but they're like enemies and they're shooting at you i hope that they can bring some of that into the new ones and just make it seem more epic than any lego game has been before I agree. What do you guys? Uh, uh, what are you guys' hopes for the? By the way, this was kind of like part two of uh, of gaming because of the announcement last week with uh, EA losing the exclusive rights. Not even losing because they're still going to be making games. It's just opening up the the um, yeah. the license. But what are your guys' hopes that we get? Like, is there something in there a, 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 um, a studio that you want to do a game? Yeah, I want um, I want uh, oh sorry, I don't mean no, to cut in there. No, go but, uh, I, I want um, I want another uh, another store uh, adventure game, and I want it uh, I want it uh, to be done by Double Fine. Mm. 
like the think, old, school, old school Lucas Arts games. Ooh. So like a point and click kind of thing, or yeah, hundred percent. Nice. I think I would wish for a more idealistic version than what would probably result if Rockstar took something like Red Dead out of someone like Boba to sort of bridge the gap from where, I mean, he has a show, so they're going to explore that anyway, but some kind of character-driven Him walking as he says. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that would be something cool to see. Um, I mean, I would prefer something from Rockstar, something like Red Dead over something like GTA. To me, Same. that I, I enjoy yeah. I enjoy Red Dead way more than I do GTA. GTA to me it's is just more like rewarding. Yeah. It's just cocaine, <laughs> literally. <laughs> <laughs> Red Dead is like you're getting punched in the face and throat all the time with emotions and like legitimately like a piece of art. I wouldn't consider GTA that same caliber. It's literally just like candy and injecting heroin into your veins. But which one was more successful? Oh, GTA, hundred percent, because of GTA sure. Online. But but heroin's addicting. That's that's basically what. <laughs> to you. <laughs> uh, the Red Dead Online is like five dollars on the Steam store right now. There's a reason for that. There's no support yeah, for it. They don't support it at all. Online. Yeah. I know it makes me want to play it though. <laughs> Which sucks, but it's like I feel like it'd be a lot of fun with the squad. What do you guys think about the uh, Indiana Jones announcement? It's huh? kind of Star Wars Very adjacent. Exciting. Yeah, I yeah. didn't hear about this. I'm excited about so, that, Machine Games, the guys that did Wolfenstein, Adrian, oh, are doing okay. an Indiana Jones game. Oh Ooh. shit! So That's yeah, different. yeah, that I mean, it's different, dude. I think Ooh. the most exciting thing is the fact that they are re- reviving uh, Lucas uh, Lucasfilm games. So, Luke, well, yeah, yeah, it's like Lucas Arts has kind of been rebranded into Lucas Arts Games or yeah. Lucas Games, whatever Lucasfilm Games. It's a really yeah. confusing title. But they're more of a pro- <laughs> production company over yeah, a, they're... a uh, actual studio. Like, studio. Yeah, yeah they're, which they're I not, think is way not better. a studio. Yeah, way they're, better. They, yeah, exactly. Because they're not going to be able to get the same talent that they had in their heyday. Uh, and they have so much going on with uh, with Disney Plus and stuff like that. I don't think they want to. There's so much good talent out there, and everybody and their mom wants to work on Star Wars, especially <laughs> in the gaming world. So I mean. Just give it to yeah. the people that legitimately want to work on it, and rather than hiring in-house people, as as yeah, cool I mean, as that would be, I think it's just better for Star Wars as a whole, getting as more creative people you can on it. Yeah, and that goes for any industry. That it avoids like too many cooks in the kitchen as exactly. well. Exactly. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to have too many hands stirring that pot. Just give one person a vision. Yeah. And let's explore that. Oh, you mean like the the end of the Skywalker saga? The last three movies. Huh? So, oh, I was actually going to bring this up. <laughs> Way too many. I was actually going to bring this up a little bit. Um, we can talk about that a little bit. With uh, I want to talk about with High Republic. So apparently, they have the whole High Republic arc planned out to the end. They ha- they wow. know the story. Thank That's God. so exciting. Like they, they had, they're like they um Charles Soule was doing an interview. He's he was the one the writers he um he did the first book here. He he was asked, he's like, oh, do you guys have like a plan, or is it only only per phase? He's like, oh no, we have everything planned out till the end. There's there's a wiggle room for go, the zig and zag as we need to, but there we have the whole like general arc planned out. Is I'm like that is the best thing I've ever heard because that's not what the Skywalker saga was. It was basically let's make a trilogy, but everybody have their own vision. Yeah, and that's that that's obviously that obviously was an issue. Yeah, um, I I fully believe like I. 
I liked I liked it because I like Star Wars and I come in to every Star Wars movie like, hey, I'm here to have fun. Mm-hmm. Like watching it. I'm not I'm not I'm not here for like, you know, a Godfather movie or yeah. something of the like like high art. I, I'm I'm here to recapture the feelings that I had as a child. Um and I, th- and I, would, I think a lot of the, those movies did that pretty well, to be honest. I would say in, as individual movies, they're great. I wouldn't say yeah. as a trilogy, is not, not no. the best. I agree it, with you 100%. Last Jedi is like legitimately a good film. It's just the shots that everything is legitimately a good film. But as a trilogy, it just kind of was weird. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 because, because they basically fought each other with, mm-hmm. <laughs> with, with like the way they wanted to take the story. Which is fine. I think I, I think it would have yeah. yeah I think it would have been fine had either of the directors slash writers been uh, or main writers whatever you want to call say call them would have been in charge of all three movies yeah. throughout the entire trilogy yeah, yeah or the consistency would have made it or get the three directors together be like all right what's your guys' plan with with collaborate a little bit because that's what yeah. they're doing with High Republic all, there's um, yeah. I believe there's Smart. five writers that are in charge of High Republic, Charles Soule, Justina Ireland, Claudia Gray, Kavan Scott, and Daniel Jose Older. They all, like, they've had this for about, they, th- they said, after Riot, Last Jedi is when they first met. So that's how long <laughs> this thing has been in development. That's when they knew. Yeah, that's great. That's great. And now they're going to be like... working together for the next 10 years yeah. or 20 well, and it's already showing fruit for it, though. Like, yeah, legit, it's um, Light of the Jedi was top of the New York New York Times selling best selling list. So, I mean, it's obviously working. And I mean, they're doing the same thing with uh, with the TV. It looks like with um, all the Mandalorian tie-ins and all that. So, I mean, I think they learned a lesson. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's like it's it's clear like. As long as they have a clear vision of how they're going to achieve their goal, as opposed to, because it's not it's, if it was only one movie, only one property, only one you know, show or game or anything like that, and it was self-contained, okay, that's fine. You can just go off on your own. But like Rogue One, or fact of the matter is, yeah, exactly. But the fact of the matter is, is these things are all continuities of each other. They're all Mm -hmm. in the same in the same universe. There needs to be a cohesive. A cohesive plan for their, you know, their specific storylines. So, yeah, I I got a question for you guys. So, who? I'm kind of just going off the cuff now. Who? Uh, what director and team would you like to see do a movie? Ooh. They're allowed to do carte blanche, whatever they do want. Uh, who okay. do you want to see? Hear me out. <laughs> I don't uh-huh. like this. <laughs> One okay, I have a meme answer and a real answer. I'll I'll soften the blow with the meme answer. I think a really interesting but disgusting take would be something like Wes Anderson, where oh, it has geez. nothing to do with Oh jeez. Okay, but my real answer is Zack Snyder. Okay. I think okay. he could do something spectacular, and I mean that in its literal like a spectacle sense with Star Wars, because that's what it's always been about for me. Uh it's loaded with like themes and and philosophy but the way that it's presented visually and uh with the score uh even more so probably it's always been about that spectacle and i think snyder is really good at creating that that sense of grandiosity where it's not really about the characters uh he's the one doing justice league he did man of steel sucker punch watchman 
who would you want to compose the music for his movie then? Ah, uh, if not the OG, my boy uh, Johnny Willie. Yeah, no, John Williams I would off like, the table. Uh, Johan Johansson Ooh. to have a go. Too bad he's dead. Oh no, he died. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was listening to oh, he legitimately. He was a super good composer. He died. I was legitimately sad the day I found out that. Damn. <laughs> oh, well, he would have been good. I feel bad about laughing laughing about that, but you know. Too bad he's dead. You fucker. I would say the okay, composer from like Game of Thrones and Westworld. Oh, Raman Dajawadi yeah. or however you pronounce Jawadi. that. Yeah. That's yeah, why I didn't dude, say his name. Dude can slap. I think yeah, he yeah. would compose it really good. Some people are going to hate me for my my answer. Uh, I have two. I got Christopher Nolan. That's good. I, <laughs> I was thinking that, but I'm like, nah, I don't want to be a typical person. And then uh, Denis Villeneuve would be in my second. Oh, he'd be amazing. What he's doing with Dune almost feels like... Everything he's touched is gold. Every, everything he's touched is gold. Blade Runner, Sicario, uh, Arrival. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was really good. With Hans Zimmer doing the music for either one of them, because I just love Hans Zimmer. I know a uh, typical white boy answer, but I love love my boy. It is good. It's good. I think him and John run the gamut, and they got everybody against the ropes. Uh, I confuse Johan Johansson with Ludwig Göransson. Ludwig Göransson is great. Yeah. That would be. He's got the same vibe. Yeah. Well, I mean, he does Mando, so it's, he's already in. Oh damn! Well, there you go. <laughs> So I haven't I haven't gotten there yet. I'm not trying to avoid uh, getting ahead of myself narratively. So I'm taking it chronologically. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, Bear, what about you? This is gonna sound real weird. <laughs> <laughs> I want I want to see like a um I want to see an Edgar Wright. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, like ser- like miniseries maybe. Okay. Okay. Um, based on like, maybe like a, just like a, an everyday thing, instead of like an everyday like normal person, as opposed to like, as Detect- opposed to drama. Yeah. Yeah, as opposed to like something that's 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 crazy. I want to see what his kind of take in the Star Wars universe would be. Um, I don't really care. Star what Wars, era it is. like a Star Wars marriage story kind of thing. <laughs> like like a like. Like a Star Wars, like okay, like um, like what Rogue One could have been if it didn't have to directly tie into A New Hope. Yeah, Something or characters that or, aren't really, or like a, uh, or like a, or like a, um, the college, <laughs> like a good version of the college humor sketch where they, where where it was just like the two the two stormtroopers that were like, in just in the Death Star. <laughs> Oh, I know a day in the life, about, kind of, like a slice of life as a stormtrooper. Yeah, kind of like a slice of yeah. life as a stormtrooper during the during during the original trilogy. That'd be fun. The Death Star, like, and just like, yeah, I think I think that would be like, I think that would be a wild take. The, the thing with Star Wars is that you can do so many different genres inside of it, and it would still yeah. fit. That's what I yeah. love about it. Like, you could do a western in one thing, and you could do a samurai film in oh. another. You could do a fighter pilot in another one. It's it's great. That's also, I kind of just want to see Simon Pegg as like a as like a um as as a cameo. <laughs> he's he's in Force Awakens, so yeah, no, I know, but I want him. I want him to be like 
Oh, like legitimate like just, Simon Pegg. Like, like legitimately Simon Pegg. Yeah. Simon Pegg, Pegg and uh, Nick Frost. Yeah. Because well, like, Edgar Wright also did Baby Driver, so I'm like, yeah, he could he, do, he could definitely do stuff like oh, that. Shit, that'd be fun. Yeah, yeah he, can, he, can, he can definitely do like He's style. He's dripping yeah. with style. Yeah, exactly. And that's why, like, like he, he's not. It's not. It's not like I'm saying, oh, I want to see a. Uh, oh my god, I can't believe I, remember, I forgot this guy's name. Uh, the guy who does all the Will Ferrell movies. Uh, Adam McKay. Yeah, or well, he, he's he's his writing partner, but uh, or the guy that does all the um, all the, like the Seth. He did like the Seth Rogen stuff before. I forgot his name. Oh, Judd something with a J. Judd Apatow. Yeah, the Judd Apatow. Not like a Judd Apatow where he's like, he just does dumb comedies. Like, Edgar Wright can do funny stuff, but also like actual legitimate movies. Star Wars Bridesmaids. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Star Wars Bridesmaids. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Dexter Jester is getting married, so. (laughs) Adrian, what about you? Did you give us a director? No, um. I don't know if Cook said this one because I forgot, but did you say David Ayer? No, I didn't. Okay. I would like oh, to see him yeah. do one. Uh, get like his Suicide special Squad action. or Fury? Like Fury. Fury. No, okay. no, 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 okay. no, no. Please, <laughs> don't do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> that movie doesn't exist. No, but like Fury. Like I've just seen Fury so many times. I feel like yeah. he would he could create a pretty interesting one. But I also had another one. Um, Steven Spielberg? Yeah. Steven Spielberg. Oh, that'd be fun. It'd be it'd be, it'd be as a war movie, while. a Saving Private Ryan. Stop. That would be phenomenal. That would be different. Hackstar Ridge, Star Wars edition. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. Like another Man, close encounter. Star Wars. Another one I thought cool. of was uh, Guy Ritchie with like a smuggler heist movie. I would say that would, like, that would be a, phenomenal a Guy Ritchie answer. smuggler yeah. movie with um, it could be just literally anyone. Like like he has access to so many people. In terms of talent, yeah. oh, what kind of stories do you guys want to see in general? Is there like a genre that you would like to see? Yeah, I want to see a, cler- a Clerks remake <laughs> <laughs> in the Star Wars universe. That's what I Friday. hope Clerks Three is going to be. He wrote the script already, so <laughs> I kind of like what Bear was saying earlier, where it's like a slice of life thing. Because um, I think Star Wars in general is heading away from Skywalker, so it can yeah. Ground itself as something other than Skywalker, yeah, because it is more, and it's just it just isn't in the in the movies. Um, but I, something slice of life, like something Blade Runner, but Star Wars, I think would be very yeah. cool. You could tackle a lot of different high art sort of questions there, and just even the, those two pairings. You said Denis Villeneuve and uh, and what Hans Zimmer. Those two alone could free reign, uh, blank check for the fucking Star Wars universe. They could do something really special. So, like, something more, like, adventurous and not so much action. I think that's going to what Taika Waititi's is going to be. It's super weird Star Wars, and I'm I'm here for it. Yeah. Anything be, he does, the brain is just different. <laughs> it'd be dope to see, like, something unusual, but in the Star Wars universe for a genre than we've normally been seeing. Yeah, I mean, horror is definitely... Definitely... Uh, sorry. I think horror would be an interesting take in Star Wars, Ooh. too. Ah, uh, that'd be hard, dude. I don't, I don't think anybody wants it. To... I don't know how hard it would be. I mean, in in like, as far in... as like not not hard, but like it'd be like a very risky take. Yeah, but I think it would yeah. pull off. 
Like, I would you, love to you, see one, dude. Do like, don't get me stuff, wrong. Do some stuff with like Sith alchemy or something like that, and there you go. I was, I was gonna say, did you guys see the movie Brightburn? Or no, know of it? no, I know what it is. It's like the yeah. inverse Superman, isn't it? Exactly. So, like, the premise, if for those who don't know, is if Superman chose not to be good, but mm-hmm. fed into every evil impulse that he had, like, the, but as a kid, still, like, it's not as an adult. So it kind of deepens that sort of horror element that this kid is is gone he's removed like no innocence sociopath if they did something like that for not necessarily a sith but a force force sensitive kid yeah who just sort of follows every impulse and sort of stops thinking about the responsibility that that sort of uh, gift would be and just tries to serve himself in every way possible at every opportunity with an ability set like that I think you could do something interesting there. Uh, It'd be a bright. lot of fun to see a horror. Yeah. My, one of my horror great. pitches was uh, a uh, rebel cruiser or something like that that's hiding Jedi, and then, uh, or like on a space station or something like that, and then Vader is slowly hunting him down. As they kind of like, cool. kind of like a uh, hallway scene on crack. Yeah, yeah, basically, <laughs> just a whole movie that's a hallway scene. Honestly, as a kid, that that hallway <laughs> scene, uh, the, the first time you saw was Vader, was kind of scary. Yeah. yeah. Vader so. is the original, like, scary guy. Yeah. He's iconic. Yeah. Absolutely. But, it, but, it, but I feel it, like you'd have to get, like, a creepy, some, you have to get, like, a creepy face to, like. You just take off his helmet. <laughs> <laughs> it just That's looks the... disgusting, dude. Yeah. Not even creepy. Honestly, you could For do a marshmallow head ass over here. <laughs> For a marshmallow. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Um, honestly, you could do like a, um, like like a like a bounty hunter that has like some crazy uh, missions, like that's smuggling like some kind of crazy like monster and Rathbar. have it get get loose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> be like just, just like, like an alien like movie. Only actually make it. Well, yeah. I mean, Ooh. you're in space, a space yeah, horror. Yeah. Except in the Star Wars universe, you know, Ridley is... Scott Star Wars. Yo, yeah, there that you could go. Be cool. Yo, <laughs> they could, could be... they could literally be pulling off uh, Alien or um, Real. Oh, <laughs> you know what? No, That's the... a, there's a director that I I thought James Cameron. James Cameron, I think, would make a cool oh, Star Wars shit. movie. And now he was doing the innovation with Avatar that like, but oh, with Star oh. Wars, that would be no, that'd be insane. <laughs> it would melt people in Avatar. But technologically, but, but technologically, it, it was insane. The way that it, it did demo. not age well. I don't know. I haven't seen it, so you might be right. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? Avatar? I saw. I yeah. saw it like three years after it came well. out, and I and and I was like, this this looks hoagie as fuck already. Yeah, it's not. It's. <laughs> I don't think it's good either. I just it's, think the way that uh, it was filmed, CGI Pocahontas. It's, come on, now. it's literally dancing with wolves in space. But that's what. Uh, what about the? Uh, what about the person who directed Annihilation? If he directed one, yo, uh, who was that? I, I still haven't seen the movie, but I know it's. I know I'm gonna enjoy it. But I feel like I always get him confused with Denis Villeneuve. Same, uh, exactly. Alex Garland. Alex Garland, yeah. Yeah. So Ex Machina, Twenty Eight Days Later, right. Sunshine. I oh, seen Sunshine any of this great. Sunshine would be a good vehicle as Star Wars horror. Something like that would be really good because it, it's kind of what you were saying, Coke, where it's it's a good parallel to that, and I think Sunshine, if it was Star Wars, could work very well if like the horror element was force sensitive. I think that could work. 
So I could see that going. Star Wars horror, I had slept on as a concept, but I could see it working now with these parallels. Honestly. What about the dude? The event Horizon. What about the dude that did La La Land and uh, First Man? Um, oh, that guy. That would be very, like, cinematic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just, just get everybody in Hollywood that has directed a movie that's decent to basically. Just name everybody. And after everybody, and after most people have done one, then we all judge who's done the best. Yeah. So do a, <laughs> do a whiplash style movie with the Max Rebo band. All oh, about fuck. it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh it's God. just the blue it elephant thing. Not my tempo. You, you, have, you have to get a. Oh God, what's his name to play? To play? To play J.K. Right Simmons is gonna play you know, Max Simmons Rebo. Is, he's gonna play. He's gonna play an orange elephant. Yeah. He's just mean as shit the entire time. <laughs> Not my temple. He just speaks exactly like J.K. Simmons as, yeah. as a, no makeup. Like J.K. Simmons. Simmons doesn't change his voice for anything. <laughs> Not my tempo. <laughs> <laughs> you have Jabba the Hutt like and then the subtitles just say not my tempo <laughs> <laughs> oh that'd be funny I think a different sort of uh, genre I don't think we've touched on would be interesting uh, Who Done It, a la Knives Out um... with Brian Johnson Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Bring him back and redeem himself. Just Clue. Uh, How would you do a Clue on Star Wars? Interesting. Or something like uh, what's the one the Jacques Poirot or whatever? Um, uh, Murder on the Orient the Express. Orient Express yeah. On the Nile. Yeah, something like that. Or Sherlock Holmes, even. And we're back to uh, Guy Ritchie. What's the name? Guy Ritchie? Yeah, that could work. Where it's a sort of investigative in the mind of this super genius. It doesn't necessarily have to be force sensitive, but a, a sort of detective. And just a detective, like a detective on Coruscant or something like that would be cool. That would be cool. I, w- yeah. I want us to come back to Coruscant in the greater universe of things because mm-hmm. it kind of feels like after the fall of the Jedi, boom, it's over, it's gone. Well, and I feel like after the fall of the Jedi, it would become this sort of hypo lawless uh, city planet. Mm-hmm. And I think that's there, you could open a lot of doors there. They touch on it. They touch on it in the books a little bit, but it certainly felt like after um, Disney took over, it kind of was like, "All right, I guess Mm -hmm. people didn't like the prequels, so we're just going to ignore those for a bit." But then they realized that most of the fan base that they're trying to cater to is the young generation and also the people that grew up with prequels. So we're slowly starting to see it come back. I mean, there's there's just because the movies weren't like the best movies of the, you know, the, and they have that reputation doesn't mean that the lore is not like definitely like worth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely worth exploring. Like I still love the lore from, from the prequels and it was cool. Well, seeing, and I, there's a reason why they came the, back to Clone Wars yeah. and did finish off Clone Wars. Cause they're like, Oh, yeah. there actually is a demand for this. Yeah. I mean, that was the first, the first thing that or like one of the only things when they did the like full reset that they were like, yeah, we're, this is part of the, still part of the canon. We promise. We're, we're finishing this, right? Well, they even say that we're finishing it. They just said, this is part of canon, however, we're, we're, this is done. Yeah. <laughs> and then they did Rebels, and then they did Resistance, which we don't talk about. And then, <laughs> 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 uh, Resistance was a show. It definitely wasn't for me. It's definitely catered it to, like, for, like, six-year-olds. Which is you know fine. What? It, which is fine. You know, if I was six-year-old, I would love the show. 
Yeah, I mean, you know what genre I want to see? I want to see a holiday special. I honestly, I would love a redo of the holiday special. Did you guys end up watching the newest Lego one that came out this past year? No. Legitimately a lot of fun. Really? Oh. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. They did a lot of I, like dumb jokes in it, but made me laugh. Holiday specials in general for me aren't really ever like a thing that I pr- uh, like prioritize watching, but like... I do because it's Star Wars. I mean, well, yeah, you're... you're you'd mainline everything yeah um <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars, what? um but uh I, i've definitely seen the holiday special and i mean it's it's a thing but <laughs> there's literally but... like the old grandpa has a vr headset and is just getting off on it it's so weird <laughs> So weird. And then it just becomes an acid trip. It literally, it literally was. Face. That, I mean, and, what is happening? And even out of all that, we got uh, we got Boba Fett from that. We got the Mando's uh, weapon. Like his disintegration gun or whatever. That's from the holiday special. So, I mean, they, there's stuff in there. Even uh, Chewie's kid, his name, Itchy. He's in... He's named Itchy and Cannon. Hey, man. This week, apparently, Chewbacca's got a fucking family. Let's, let's, let's celebrate Christmas. Star Wars Christmas. Space <laughs> Jesus. Life Day. <laughs> we got uh, Carrie Fisher singing for some reason. <laughs> All coked out. Act. I'll just sing. <laughs> Living her best life. Mark Hamill with just a metric ton of eyeliner. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what is, I like how George Lucas is like, I want every single part, tape of that bird. Buried in the desert next to the what? E.T. game. <laughs> yeah. But they found. Yeah, they did a documentary on that. Yeah. Oh. Found the E.T. game. He knows an E.T. game. <laughs> yeah, it was an Atari game. It's widely considered the worst game it's of all time. It's literally the worst no, game of all time. It's no. bad, man. There's been yeah. bad games. There was literally an Atari no, being like, like we, need a, we need a movie. It was the first movie tie into a video game that ever happened. And you know how those are usually bad anyway? Yeah. And it was like, all right, I made the E.T. game. Oh, all right, we're shit. Gonna, I made this game about an alien. And then Steven Spielberg is like, cool, can I buy the rights to it? And put my E.T. game, slap it on it. And he made it in like eight weeks. Yeah. I'm looking at the E.T. game. God, it, it looks was, awful. It was, one, it was one guy. It was one guy. And I do not... He's like... He is... He got he also made for... a, He also made a really good Atari game. Oh, he's, he's, he was legit, right is legitimately yeah. a talented developer. Yeah. Um, But he just yeah. was like one of those things. He's like, I did it in eight weeks, and it's a forever stain of my career. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's bad. Seriously, go, go find an emulator and play it. And... <laughs> Tell me you understand what the fuck is going on in this game because it makes no goddamn sense. I don't think I want to, but just by looking at it. All right. Well, with before we end this, do you guys have got any predictions to see if we could prophesy uh, the future of Star Wars at this point? I don't even want to take a swing because I'm gonna because because if I'm wrong, then I'm then I break the streak. It's true. It's true. <laughs> all right, all right, Kuk, you and me. What, what's gonna happen then? All right. So I think just if we break it, it's okay. I don't, this isn't going to be announced next week or anything like that, but I think, like I said at the beginning, I think the Ubisoft game is going to be a... Uh, obviously, it's open world, but it's going to be yeah. not about a Jedi, more of like a smuggler slash soldier kind of thing set on a... I don't know if it's going to be multiple planets or just one planet, 
but in the High Republic. I think it'll be High Republic. It will be like the outpost of the Nile and all that that you have to take out. I'm just thinking of the Ubisoft formula and how it would work. Because they have they have a specific way of doing things with like viewpoints and collectibles and outposts and stuff like that. So I think it'll be like that. Third person. Assassin's Creed Star Wars. Basically, which is fine. I think it's going to be a complete remake of Shadows of the Empire. Okay. I don't. Okay. That's a fucking joke. (laughs) I don't know how to take you. Um, I'm going to be a little cautious with mine, but optimistic in case you do have some kind of insider or just special powers. (laughs) Okay. You didn't deny that one. But (laughs) I would want Battlefront 3 to have ground to space, seamless Mm. transition in the game. That would make me a happy bear. Yeah. <laughs> I would so think with, with what with what you said, but more with you what you said, Cuck, but more on the division side mm-hmm. of that aspect, um, and then uh, Republic Commando still. I th- see, like the composer for the original Republic Commando said he re had recently used a uh, the theme song for Republic Commandos in a project, and I'm like, it's not Bad Batch, it's not Mando. What are, what are they doing? It's not much of a prediction, but I think it's happening. I think it's happening. I'm gonna predict. They're just teasing the fuck out of us. I'm gonna predict a TikTok exclusive. Okay, let's end Star it. Wars series. <laughs> so end it. Could you imagine? <laughs> Queeb would fucking it's hate it. I, would, I would give. I would give <laughs> minute long episodes of Star Wars. The, the, that's that's where you're gonna get your slice of lifers right there. Is yeah, some yeah, stormtrooper exactly. doing like the, fucking cleaning a latrine? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, this has been a gong show of an episode because of my internet, but I think content was good. Thanks, guys, for showing up. and Thanks for having me. Yeah, this is fun. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, thank you. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next time, and I hope you enjoyed this really weirdly edited podcast. Have a good one. <laughs>